we are on Nachi TV. So thanks for coming to Nachi TV. NACHI.TV is where we have free webinars for home inspectors. And you click the big button to register for a free webinar. And we've got all these webinars coming up. And today we're talking to the CEO of 3D Inspection Software, Carl Fowler. Hello. Thanks for coming, Carl. Hey, thanks for having me. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you control of the webinar. And you could use a, a PowerPoint or take people through um, something on your computer, on your screen. How's that sound? Okay. Well, I'm just going to start the program. So you should see a little pop-up button. Let's see here. A pop-up button. Show your screen. I see this right here. Let's just show my screen. Mm -hmm. Can you see it? Um, it was there for a second. Yeah. There it is. Okay. So uh, with 3D, it's, there's four different parts of 3D here. I, I kind of separated down. One of them is an office management where all the data, you know, when somebody initially calls, uh, they're going to ask, you know, how much is a home inspection usually? And so you have to get some information from them to be able to determine what the cost is going to be. So we usually click add new job here. And it comes up with some of the information, some of the fields where you would be entering information about these people. Usually I would go over to my job details uh, tab because here I can start asking questions and I can actually have the answers to these questions tied in with, uh, with invoice items so that it can, you know, if let's say for a crawl space you want to charge extra, then I can have it to where if it's a full crawl then it'll add an extra $50 or whatever. And so, you know, by asking questions of the client, you kind of build the invoice. And so, you know, I would come down here and, well, some of these I don't have set up right now, but um, they can all be set up up here in the customize menu or up here in the maintain menu. And then over here on the invoice screen, I would come down here and I would add, the way I would, the way I used to charge was, and I'm not doing inspections anymore, but I did for 20 years, but, what I used to charge was by the square footage of the house. So I had my square footage figures here, and then I had my prices over here. And so I had all these, and a lot of a lot of the different choice, a lot of the different charges that I had here, which are connected to some of those other answers I showed you, are over in here. For instance, there's the crawl right there. So I would usually base the price on what the square footage was. Now with 3D, there's a couple other ways you can do it as well. You can do it by the number of bedrooms or baths. You can do it by the price of the house. You can do it on a sliding scale where you have a particular base fee and then you charge X amount of dollars or cents per hundred extra hundred feet. You can do it that way as well. But I'm just I only have time to show you one way here. So basically, let's say it's a 2,200 square foot house and the thing, and I'm going to upsell them on radon and everything else while I'm here. Okay, so I've got all those items in here. And uh, right down here is the radon. You know, radon test, maybe with the inspection, I'll get a little discount. Um, what else we got here? Septic. And we do septics as well, septic inspections. Uh, there's, you know, you can pretty much add anything you want to in here just by adding a new item right down here. 
So I'd click OK, and this would come up. And down here, let's see here, your, your screen is in my way here. Let's see, how am I going to get over here? Well, at any rate, it gives you the total over here. I can't seem to get to it. Hmm? Can I drag this? Let's see. You can minimize that screen there with the with the uh, with your controls of the there webinar. We okay, there it is right there. So it comes up to four hundred and five dollars. And what I have found is in this question and answer that you're asking the client, you know, while you're trying to give them the price, what they're really doing is they're trying to ascertain if you're a detailed person and you're going to give them a report that's that you know goes into the detail of what's wrong and what they should do and whether you're qualified or not to do the inspection for them. And so even though they ask how much is the inspection, and usually this comes up to be higher than what they expect initially, by the time they finish the conversation with you, they've been convinced that, hey, you're the guy. And so it gives you a chance to kind of, you know, have a have a give and take with the client beforehand, and they get to feel you out, you get to feel them out, and so you get the right price for it. Now, once this is done, then it's just a matter of saying save down here. And then what we do is we come over here to our screen. We, we, we click on, this is our job number here. And by the way, I could have made that any number I wanted, but I just took the number that comes up next. And down here on the far right-hand corner, you'll see where I can start a new inspection or I can create and upload a mobile inspection. At this point, you need to decide, am I going to do this on a tablet out in the field or am I going to do it on my phone? Or do I want to send it to one of my employees to do on his phone? In that case, you'd take the second choice. If what kind of phones? One, pardon? What kind of phones? Droids? iPhones? A any kind of phones. You know, iPhones, Android, uh, even even a Microsoft Surface tablet. You could do the data collection, and you could run the full program on that one tablet if you'd like. And so, do you need do you need to be yeah. on a Wi-Fi connection? Um, all the time you while you're on a Wi-Fi. Yeah, you need to be on a Wi-Fi connection when you upload it. But then once it's uploaded and it's on the phone, the the, the phone program is resident to the phone, so you really don't need any Wi-Fi when you're out in the field collecting the data. Only when you're either uploading the report format to the phone or you're you're uh, downloading it back to the main computer. Right. So in this case, I'm, I'm just going to say start a new inspection. This way, it'll do it on the computer screen that you're on, and it pretty much looks the same way whichever way you do it, but uh, as far as this screen. So here on the left, you have the different services that we're providing. They're listed individually because with 3D, you can have individual inspectors go out and do the individual services, and then you can merge the reports together later on. So here, this, this scheme allows you to do actually four different reports and merge them together. And there's always a default report, which is this first one right here, which is uh, signified by the job number. And then this is, the, of course, the next one is the particular uh, charge I had for the 2100 to 2399 square feet of space, and then you'll see the other two upgrades. And so here I have, hmm, here I have one report here for the mold report. And you know what, I've got the wrong program loaded here. I need to actually go over here and load a different program because this is the mold reporter. I didn't realize I had only the mold reporter loaded. With 3D, it's kind of an open system, and so you can have different reports for doing different things. And over the years, we've come out with about a dozen different versions of the program. What I'm for mold inspection, what I'm for marine surveying. It's just a matter of having different forms in here, and it always works the same way. Um, 
I can show you this one if you'd like. It's it's, uh, it's going to work the same way as a home inspection report. That way, I don't have to go through loading the other one. Well, if you wanted to load the other one, you know, uh, take your time. Um, I think it's a really great idea that everybody asks me about mobile software. Do they constantly need to be using their um, satellite roaming and costs in order to just use the software on the mobile device? And I think it's great that, um, you know, as you explained it, you upload the report and the format and kind of like the template of the report. And then you can go into the house, do the inspection. You don't have to be connected and you can do That's the right. entire inspection report. You can take pictures also uh, on the mobile device using this yep. using the software on the mobile device. Yeah, wherever you're located in the report, when you uh, signify, when you say, when you click on the picture icon, then the picture goes in right on that particular line in the report. Right. And if you want to do multiple pictures, the program is set up so that it it has a scheme where it it produces another input line on the report when you say you want a second picture and it just it, it each and as many pictures as you want it'll produce another input line and then when you bring that thing back to the main computer what it'll do is it'll it'll delete all those extra lines and put all the pictures in the first line now that's if no other comments are made in those additional lines however if you want to make a comment for each picture there's a line there to do it and then you would have a separate subheading for each each picture that's there with a comment line. So that's really good. That's really great. Right. Yeah. yeah, and also um, when you're doing a mobile device and performing an inspection, um, you can do um, most of the report right there. But if you wanted to, you know, you can just relax and chill out and wait for the evening and then download it on your computer and really do the final touches on it that you want to. Right? You can still tweak it on your laptop. You know, evening. we have inspectors who are experienced and know what they're doing and have their routines down. They usually finish the reports pretty much in the field and yeah. they don't review them. And yeah. we have a lot of guys that are multi-inspector companies and they have employees that they trust and they let the employees go ahead and send them out directly to the clients. Uh, yeah. I personally, I'm kind of a, a de an or I'm kind of a detailed guy and I don't want to make any mistakes and I like sleeping good at night. So I, I would go in and I would review them because there was always some comment or something that I wanted to expand upon a little bit that I didn't have a chance to while I was while I was there in the house. You know, or maybe I didn't want to make a comment in front of the the seller while I'm standing there. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, just to avoid arguments. <laughs> so so here's the report, right? I'm just going to show you this one. It's it's a mold report. It's got different stuff in it, but you'll understand what's going on here. For each one of these uh, lines over here, each one of these subheadings over here on the left hand side you'll see there is a an input line I'm looking for my mouse where to go uh, where did my mouse go there it is right there so when you click here there'll be an input line for all of this stuff now over here at the right if you'll look under this narratives column you'll see here I have default if I had filled this out over in the office management as far as the site address the city zip the client's mailing address and all that all that stuff would come in automatically and it would be there as I scroll down through here, and I, you'll see at the top of this, this screen, you'll have the different pages. There's an abbreviation here, a four-letter abbreviation for each page. So this is furniture, this is plumbing, and again, this is a mold report, so keep in mind that you know furniture is not something that would be on a home inspection report. Basement, crawl space, so you can have as many as 28 of these different pages in here, though we found that there is a point of declining return. And, you know, there's, if you get too much, if you have to break into too many little pieces, 
it takes longer to do the report than if you just try to consolidate it into something that's reasonable. So here you can see when I would click on a line here, somewhere, where's the line? I'm missing the line. There we go. Whoops, wait a minute. Okay, when I click on the line there, you can see over here on the right, under the narratives, I have a couple of choices here. One is, uh, and this is the suspected mold and moisture cause from exterior. And here we have crawl space origins, and we have grounds origins. And each one of these has a little plus mark on it. So you can actually click on the, that item, and it will give you more choices here. So you can have as many as three different levels of choices here, so you can drill down. And this is a scheme for saving space on the screen so that you don't have to look through everything to find what you want you know, when you come across a, a particular condition. So you click on that and, and off it goes. And here you'll see on this small line, you only see the end of the line here, but I can take this line and I can expand it out. Whoops, made, made it too big there. I can expand it out so that now you have a big area there you can see, right. or I can pull it back in. And there's another issue here as far as another way that you can do this I'm having a little weird thing there on the screen. I don't know why it's doing that. Shouldn't be doing that. It's probably because the video. Yeah, the video. Okay. So going over here, down here in the bottom of the screen, you'll see here I've got several choices here too. Cover image, thumbnails, current line. If I click on current line, I'm going to see that line down here. And I have found just personally that it makes more sense for me to have these lines small so I can see more of where I've been and where I'm going and I can focus on one place down here at the bottom. So as I come down through here to the next line, I'm going to click whatever I see here that's, you know, important, and I'm going to right-click to go to the next line. And so, but if I need to look at it, I can come here and I can see everything that was, was brought into that particular line underneath here. And I see red font. Can you change the color? Or do you have features to change color and fonts and, th and things like that? Oh, yeah, you can change colors. You can, there's... Um, I see yeah, so you, you can have any colors you want as far as, you know, different colors might mean different things to yeah. the reader. And you can even set those up where they automatic, automatically come in as that color. Yeah. What do you now think also, of using colors in a report? What do you think of using red in a report? Does that, does that, should that always be used for a defect? Um, I don't think so. I think sometimes, some people like to use that for a defect. Some people like to use bold for a defect. Uh, you can also uh, use the summary up here. You know, you can mark things for summaries right here. I've, I've been messing around with this. So you can see here, I've got some things here, but I can change that to anything I want here. You know, these can all be erased here. So I could say, okay, for a major item, that would be a one. And for a minor item, or let's say a uh, maintenance item, that might be a two. And for a safety item, that might be a three. And so I can click here, and now when I come up here, if I had a, an issue with this particular uh, comment here, I might come up here to summary, and I'd say, hey, this is a, a major item right here. And it would yep. mark the entire line for a summary and bring it in to a summary page later on that we produce when we finish the report. There's several different ways to do summaries in 3D. Some people like to use ratings, which we can also use here. Uh, a rating is like a checklist report, and if you have, let's say, uh, on the rating, you have something that's a, a repair or replace, it can automatically go to a summary page, or you can actually 
mark certain colored text. Uh, you can say uh, anything that's, let's say, red goes to the summary page. Anything that's blue goes to a summary page under maintenance, where red goes to major, let's say. Or you can also uh, have what's called the marked field summary, where you actually mark the entire field to go to the summary. And later on, before you send it out, you go into the summary and just erase what you don't want. Because, you know, one field could have three or four problems in it. It might have a major problem and a minor problem. So there's different ways of handling that in 3D. And you just, you know, whichever way you get comfortable with is, uh, is the way it works. And you can set it up and do it, make it any way you want, really. Cool. It's, uh, I'm a little limited here because I've got the mold reporter up here, and I don't have a lot of home inspection stuff, but uh, you kind of get the idea there. And everything is controlled over here in the preferences screen. There's a lot of different settings over here that can be. This is really like a this is really like a, an assembly line, and you have to kind of set the assembly line up to do it the way you want it to do. And you'll see over here under summary, I've got different methods that I can use to do this. Now right here, I've got summary styles where I actually pick a color, and whatever that color is, it'll either send it to the summary one, which is major, or summary two, which is maintenance. I can also set it up to mark summary field, where all it does is it puts a little one over here or a little two over here and sends the entire field over to the summary, and then I can edit it later. So either way, really. And you can see here I've got a lot of different things. You know, you can set up your images to your different styles of arrows. You've got... Um, You've got, uh, you know, it, it's, if you're having problems seeing things, you can make large fonts for your text. You can display extra space between the narratives over here on the right. Uh, you've got Rapid Sketch, which is a drawing program in here that enables you to draw different things, roofs, anything to scale. You've got, and you don't have to purchase it, by the way. It says purchase, but you don't have to because when they gave us those routines, they didn't give us the one that you had to purchase. They gave us a free one. We contacted them, let them know, but they, they didn't care, apparently. So there's a lot of different What's, what's different your opinion about video? Here. What's Pardon? your opinion about video? About My opinion about video is that uh, I think a little video goes a long way, and the, the best way I've seen video, you know, video takes up a lot of bandwidth, yeah. and it can slow things down, and it slows down the inspection process as well. And I'll tell you, probably the best video, the use of video that I've ever seen is a fellow in Hawaii that, that I talked with. And what he was doing, he would do the report on a telephone out in the field. And then, and, and by the time he finished, you know, you can do a summary up here of, of what your summary items are. You can view your summary items here, and it'll tell you what you have here for your major, your maintenance, your safety, whatever we've got set up here. He would go through the major stuff, and he would only video the major stuff and he would just have maybe a two or three minute video and then he would post it up to YouTube and reference that video on the summary page rather yeah. than trying to put videos all throughout the report. And it was yeah. just it was it speeded him up and it also increased the comprehension for the for the client. You know, they and the realtors liked it too, because they could, you know, look at it right away without having to get into the, the whole report. Which, you know, that's kind of the way realtors are. So uh, you can see here as I scroll around here, it's pretty quick to go to move around. You, you know, you, you're clicking on these things. You can right click to, uh, well, you can, you can, when you're over here, you can right click to go to the next line. You can use uh, tab to go down. You can use shift tab to go back up. Uh, and this is a one scrolling screen. So that as we come over here to the screen, you'll see that, you know, you don't, there's not a lot of windows that you have to jump in and out of. 
You know, this, this thing moves along the top here as, as you scroll up and down. You know, there's a spell check in here. There's uh, narrative settings that you can have. There's um, a lot of different oh, features here. That, a lot that, of people yeah. ask me about narratives. Do you have any templates that are pre-written templates? Yeah, we do that, actually. Now, that's another part of the program, and that's, that's over in what we call the Custom Form Studio. I'm going to minimize you here for a second. And over sure. here, you'll see Customize Document Template. And so you can come here, and again, I'm in the mold thing, but you can see here that as we come in here, there's a bunch of different ones in here. There's the contracts, the summaries, the quotes. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong thing here. I'm on the wrong thing. I want to go to, uh, I'm on the wrong thing. This is customizing uh, letters. I need to go to, uh, let's see here. I need to go to Custom Form Studio, and I don't see it listed here. Let me uh, set up an action real quick here. This particular, uh, file. hmm? It's under file. file. Under file. Upper left. Upper left. Great report? No. Oh, oh, file. Here? Okay. Sorry, I was getting off on a sidetrack here. It's all right. Custom Room Studio. Right here's a, a, a way to get to it. Custom Room Studio over here, I've only got one, one set right here, so this is probably not the best example, but uh, you'll see the different forms in that set, and this is in the order that they showed up at the top of the screen. So if I want to change the order, I could just say, hey, I want my disclaimers to go to the top. I just grab that and move it up to the top and drop it. And now my disclaimers are at the top. So you can move these pages around any way you want to. When you come in here to look at something, let's say crawl space, you can double click, you can edit the form. And you'll notice, let, let me give a little more explanation here. This is the forms in the selected group right here. These are the forms, sort of like, uh, you ever play dominoes where you got the boneyard and you go to the boneyard to get whatever you want to make up your hand? This is sort of like the boneyard. And normally, if you had four or five forms over here, each one, which the, the, the forms that are in the form, I say form sets over here, the forms that are in each set would be shown here when you, when you highlighted the form, but over here you'd have all forms. And so what I've done is I've actually taken things here and I've pulled them over into here and dropped them. And in this case, I'm not going to do it because that's all I've got here is what I've got over here anyway. So it's going to tell me I've already got that form. But uh, that's the way you build forms. And then once you've built the form, you just come over here and right click and you say compile a form. And so you can create new forms any way you want. But you can come in here, you can double click, you can edit the form. And when this comes up, you'll see that uh, it shows our it's in an order like um, like an outline would normally be. So it would have headings right there, and I have a blank heading there. It would have subheadings, and underneath each subheading, it would have narratives. And here you would see, you know, they, that's a level one narrative and a level two narrative. And here we even have a level three narrative right here. So here, it, if he was in crawl space observations, you clicked on the heading, crawl space observations, it would come up with narrative crawl space or narrative more common comments. And he would click, uh, inspector would click whatever the issue was here, and then all the different problems that are here based on the fact that there was a crawl space. You know, any one of these is the same way. And then you'll see that down here at the bottom portion of the screen here, what depending on what I'm clicking on, you see here the subheading right here, the one that I'm, I'm clicked on here. And then as I, if I click on narrative, everything changes. Okay, now the narrative, you'll have the You'll have the uh, the abbreviation, and then again, there's no narrative text here because he's got something underneath it. 
this is just the way this this guy set this thing up. So this was uh, this is actually done by Daryl Waters. It's a mold inspection reporter. He took 3D and he made his own own software, own version of 3D, and he sells this in the mold industry. So and and right there is the custom narrative that you can type yourself in your own language. Yeah. Yeah, right here's the narrative. You type whatever you want to type in there, you know. And, right, and I can see a, a picture icon. Can you add a picture right into your narrative there? Yes, you can. So this is good for where you have isometric drawings that uh, might describe what a chimney cricket is or something like that. Right. Uh, you know, this if you put a picture in here, it needs to be a picture that's not not specific to the house you're looking at, but a picture right. that gives a better idea of what it is you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so you've got all your, you can color things and do whatever there, you know, there's, there's all the different settings. And you can even set things up as a summary. You might say, hey, this, for this particular comment, this is a big deal, and I'm just going to set it up as a summary one right now, so it's a major item. As soon as I click it on, it's going to immediately go to the summary page. Yep. Yeah. So, and he's got a bunch of photo and digital comments here. This is not needed. I don't know why he's got all these in here. This is just, you know, again, the program is so flexible, everybody's got a different way of doing things. It's easy to criticize somebody else's way of doing things when you get used to it your way, but you know, you you learn a lot when you look at the way other people do things too. And uh, Do you have uh, a final report that we can take a look at or a final summary of what that looks like? Probably Something not. that's produced by the 3D? If it's available. I'll tell you what I do have, available. over on our website, uh, if I can get over there right now, you will see a whole bunch of uh, so a whole bunch of reports. Uh, get rid of your screen again for a second. Oops. I'll just show you real quick what this looks like. Over here under sample reports. Yeah. Click there. And we had a contest a few years ago, and uh, we we had a winner. We gave them away. We gave away a laptop computer at the time. And over here we have the full reports that you can take a look at. And here we have samples that some, these are some of the runners up that uh, weren't, uh, you know, they didn't win, but they've got all different kinds of ways of doing it. And so you can, you know, these are all in, uh, uh, you can open them up and, you know, save them, look at them, do whatever you want, do whatever you want to with them. But yeah, it's, this is one reason, Ben, that I don't take finished reports to the conference because if somebody looks at one, they think that's the way the software makes it print. And right. then really, that gives them a false idea because you can make it look like anything you want to make it look like. And right. this is kind of one of the advantages that we have found in the past for people that are moving to 3D because if you've already got a look and a feel that your client base is used to and the realtors that you work with are used to, then you're able to recreate it in 3D or at least approximate it. It yep. might not be exactly the same, but it's so close that most people don't realize that there's been a difference like, that you're doing a, a, using a different system. Um, hey, Carl. Um, yeah. Ajit asks, for a new inspector, Ajit is new, trying to understand and decide on buying a software is a bit too much to understand initially. What's, what's your advice for new inspectors just trying to decide which software Obviously, you would you prefer 3D, but um, got any advice on um, what they should be looking at? Is it price only? Is it um, how long the company has been around? Is what is it? What sh what should new inspectors be looking for on trying to decide which software to pick? 
Well, I think that, you know, first of all, you got to download all the evaluations and the, you know, the, the samples that people have and take a look at it. But one of the things that I think is very important, and, and you'll see that I've kind of addressed this already a little bit, if I can get back to my, my uh, thing here, I can't get back to it. But anyway, is the, the ability to be able to go through the screens and to be able to navigate through the report, through your form set, you know, without having to jump into a bunch of windows. Because every window you jump into, you have to jump out of. And so we feel like this single scrolling screen helps a lot as far as eliminating all that navigation. And this is something that a lot of people have come back to us. And we've, listen, we've even had people, every software company has people to get mad at them every so often, and they leave them. And we've had a lot of people, well, not a lot, but we've had some people that got mad at us, but we had a lot that came back to us after they tried other software because they found out that the navigation was just too much trouble. Uh, so there's one thing. The other thing is that you want something that's flexible because every uh, area in this country has got different housing with different problems, and you want to set up your forms so that the things that you see most often are the handiest to click off. Uh, most reports, 90% of the stuff in them is going to be things that you click off as being okay. But the 10% that aren't okay, you want to be able to get to those explanations without having to go in and type a bunch of stuff. You want the explanations already there. And so that's that's another thing. Sure, you want to make sure that people have been in business for a, a while. You want to talk with other inspectors, maybe not in your area, to find out what they use and what their experience has been. I think that's probably one of the most valuable ways that you can differentiate which software you know you may want to use. And in fact, even going out with another Nachi member and doing an inspection out in the field with them just to see how it works in the field, go back to the office and see how they put it together, it's very beneficial. And a lot of times, you know, you can find Nachi members, maybe not in your area, maybe not in your town, but in a, an adjacent town or something, they'll be more than happy to take you out and show you you know how they do things and you'll learn things about how they do their inspections too so i would i would do that if i was a beginning inspector i'd definitely depend on other inspectors to kind of help me understand what what their experiences have been hey you're on your um uh web page there do you have um a free trial um a free download uh give it a try kind of um, trial period or something it's uh, right there. Try now, download yeah. free trial. Yeah, you go in there. You got to put your name and address in there, but we don't call you. We don't bother you or anything. It's just so, uh, you know, we kind of know who's who's looking and who's downloading. Yep. Yeah. And, and we there got are specials here as well. And do you have um, an online forum to talk to other 3D inspect uh, 3D users? Um, yeah, we uh, sure do. Yeah. Yeah, there's Good. a 30 day free trial right there. And there's okay. also a forum on here. You got, uh, you know, if you want need support here, there's yep. you can come down here, and we've got all kinds of different things here. There's a, um, let's see, where is the, uh, where's the Heather? Can you tell me where the how to get to the, uh, the blog? Where's the blog? What do you mean blog? Uh, where we have all the articles and stuff. News. News. Where's the news? Uh, main page. Main page. Oh, okay. All right, down here. Yeah, we got yeah. Uh, user community right here, and we got news and links. 
and you'll see that there's a lot of articles, there's videos over on uh, YouTube and stuff. Are you on the here. user community? If we go Carl? there, can we talk to Carl? Yeah. User community, where am I at? Go back. Go back, okay. Go back again. User community. Yeah, we've got the, we've even got, uh, there's the forums and we've got bonus downloads as well. There's a whole bunch of forums on here that you can download at no cost that'll work, you know, with 3D. And uh, yeah, here we go. General hardware, you've got installation and upgrading, office management, which we went through earlier, report writer, which we've been through, custom form studio we've been through. We've got the mobile apps, the cloud 3D, and then uh, we have a, we have some special editions, focus editions that are uh, that are geared towards like the mold business or the roofing consultation business. We've got Spanish forms, we've got French forms. You've even got a French version of the program that's used a lot up in Quebec and that area. So, do you have anyway. um, do you have uh, um, Internetchi has um, the standards of practice and other um, templates? Do you have any Internetchi uh, templates uh, integrated uh, into already uploaded, pre-uploaded into the software so that users can can uh, Let's take follow? Take a look and see what we got. Okay. Let me. Let me go While here looking, to the form, the biz bonus downloads, and I'll see what we got here. While you're looking, David asks, can you upload your own narration from Microsoft Word into the software, or do you have to manually type it in? You can copy and paste it in. There's no, um, there's no upload from Word other than having a couple of screens, and you can just copy and paste it in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So our Kenton, um, Kenton Shepard wrote... Uh, Internet's library of narratives, and you can get yeah. it in a Word document. You can just copy paste it right in there. You're saying? Yeah, but you know, I've worked with Kenton before, and he's um, a couple of years ago. He sent me some forms he had, and he had about five or six levels of comments in there. And oh, I yeah. worked with him for a while, and I <laughs> I could not I could not take those five or six levels and turn them into three levels. I see. And so with, without changing things, you know, the way he didn't want them. So yeah. we kind of abandoned that effort. But as far as the narratives that he provides, you can certainly take those if they're in Word, copy the whole paragraph and just, you know, cut and paste it over. And so For you sure. don't have to type it in. For sure. Hey, what, is, uh, what does 3D mean? What, what are the 3Ds? Well, you know, people over the years have thought that, uh, you know, we can see through walls and stuff like that. But that's not uh, what it was designed for. Early in the development of this program, and the program was developed by a young man only for me because I had created a nightmare for myself in uh, doing inspections. I was staying up, you know, two nights a week, and I was, I had, I had kind of a dark life. I was doing lots of work, but I didn't have time to spend the money and didn't have the inclination to spend it. And I was at a, a conference for the Florida Association of Building Inspectors, and Mr. Hank Goldberg, who's a, who's a, he's deceased now, but. He was somebody that I looked up to a lot. He got up there in front of everybody, and he says, look, fellas, all we're doing here is we're describing what we see, we're disclosing its condition, and we're disclaiming anything we can't see. It's not rocket science. And that's right. when I realized, wow, describe, disclose, disclaim, 3D. And that's where it came from. It was sort of a... I like uh, it. Yeah, I, I, was, I wanted to honor... Hank Goldberg, because he'd said it, and I thought, you know, this is the perfect way to honor him. 
So that's kind of where it came from. <laughs> Nowadays, it might be uh, a little negative to say disclaim. So, uh, you know, when somebody that's in the uh, home inspection consuming world asks me, I'll tell them it means uh, describe, disclose in detail. <laughs> so, but for those of us that are in the business, we know what it's like to have to disclaim things so we can stay oh, out of sure. trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm all up for disclaiming because yeah. it's a limited inspection. So um, on the screen, I put up uh, where you can find um, narratives. We've got some free narratives there if you wanted to copy paste from a Word document. It's natcha.org slash narratives. Um, so let's get to uh, two more questions about price. And do you yeah. have inter any InterNACHI discounts? So what is the price for 3D inspection software? You know, the price for 3D, I'm going to put Heather uh, on the phone, Heather Johnson. She's in charge of our sales, and we usually have a special going on of some sort. And, you know, Heather, you asked me the other day to contact Natchi about a school discount, and I didn't. I, I was remiss about that, and I didn't do it. So this is the perfect time to ask Ben if there's any way that we could offer a discount for those people who are going to the Natchi school. And uh, I'll put yeah. you on. You go ahead and answer the question about the pricing. Uh, well, as far as our basic pricing, uh, the standard program is $11.99 and the Premier is $13.99. Uh, we do have a line of focus products around about $750 to $900. Wait, wait. And uh, is that $11.99? Yeah, no. We wish. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so what was the first, what was the first price? $11.99 for the standard. Okay. And, and what does that get you? Is that... Is that a like a for one year or is it a lifetime? We've got a comparison chart that Carl's going to pull up. Okay. Uh, under products. Products, okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the biggest difference between Premier and Standard, it's all on the office side of things. So the Premier is going to do things like integrate with QuickBooks accounting and has a scheduler for tracking appointments for. and things like that. Oh, you've got uh, a scheduler. So they're both the same. Standard Premier is both the same when it comes to writing your inspections, creating your forms, and all of that. Yeah, great. All right, so it's $11.99 for Standard, $13.99 for Premier, and then the Focus are the most limited programs. They're geared towards the guy that's just starting out. He just wants to make some money, so he doesn't really know what he wants as far as customizing things the way he wants them. Uh, they're geared towards certain markets, like that mold program uh, that we have. Uh, those run about 750 to 900, and then as Carl was mentioning, we were talking to you guys about uh, possibly selling our school program to the Natchi students. Sure, I would love that. Yeah. So, so that would be a focus program. Uh, so it's a, a more limited edition, but it does everything you need to go out and make some money. That would be fantastic. That yeah, this fantastic. is a one-time fee. Uh, we do have a subscription plan, which uh, ties in with uh, free updates and uh, also the cloud if you want to use mobile. First year is, of course, free, but the second year we have an expense to pay for that cloud every month. And so we have a subscription fee. And, and what is that right now? $210 a year. $210 a year is what that comes to. And that's what uh, gets you any updates and allows you to use the mobile software on the Android, iPhone, iPad. Yeah, one of the kind of cool things, uh, Ben, about the mobile software is that you can download it as many times as you want and have as many people on it as, as you'd like. You can actually yeah. set up sub-accounts over in your 
office management so that if you decide that you want to be a business owner instead of an actual inspector and you want other people to go out and do the discovery work for you, there's no additional charge for downloading as many copies of the mobile reporter as you like. Great, great. Well, um, I don't see any more questions from anybody on Facebook or on the webinar. So Carl, I want to thank you very much um, for being with us. It's an honor and uh, thanks for coming to the convention as well. And um, we're about to announce another convention. Um, so we'll, we'll announce and invite you there. Uh, it's going to be in Southern California um, coming up in 2020. And um, I'm looking forward to the InterNACHI discount. Um, uh, we always want to take care of our members in some special way. It could be a, a free bag of M&Ms, or it could be something that you're offering to our school students. So that'd be fantastic. We're going to make it something that's worthwhile doing. It's going to be cash. That's right. <laughs> NACHI students can all our NACHI members can always get fifty dollars off of standard or premier, but you can also keep an eye on our specials page because we often have better specials than that each month. I really appreciate it. Why don't you send me the details? That would be fantastic so I can help promote to our members. All right, that'd be great. And we'll get with you on, on getting up a discount for those students of your NACHI school too. Thank you very much. Carl, uh thank you so much for taking I know you're a busy fella. Uh, operating a huge inspection software company. Um, we want to thank you very much, and um, we're going to promote this video and pass it around on our social media and on YouTube and things like that. And um, if there's uh, any more questions, anybody, um, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, go to 3dinspections.com and check out uh, um, the 3D inspection software, with the, especially the free trial. Take a look at it. And again, thanks, Carl, for being here. Um, bye, everybody. Thanks. Thank you, Ben. Bye, everybody. See you. Bye.